making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Scretti. Well, if you enjoy gardening, but you find yourself in a never-ending battle with bugs invading your plants, our next guest says it's possible to keep pests away without turning to chemical pesticides. Here with advice on effective, safe, organic pest control solutions is Sabine Schoenberg. She's the founder of Smart Healthy Green Living. Welcome, Sabine. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. You know, when you say healthy, green, smart living, it's sort of an aspirational thought. But when it comes to pests that are running all over your garden and ruining all your hard work, sometimes we just want to bring out the big guns and make them go away. You're telling us to step back from using all that harsh stuff, and you've got some organic ideas that could do the same thing, right? Yes, absolutely, because um, the chemical industry really has sold us a bill of goods in terms of, you know, spray and done, kind of once and done type of processes. And the reality is you are destroying all your soil ecology in the process. So you may be done with one pest, but there comes the next and the next and the next because you are never stabilizing Mother Earth. So... We have some ways um, smart, healthy, green living. We have several hosts that deal very much with gardening issues and show you different ways of dealing with organic pest control. We've just forgotten those mechanisms because our parents and grandparents and even earlier used to use these very fluidly. Yeah, we say that the same. We say the same thing about cleaning. You know, before we had all these cleaning products, we used to use, uh, you know, the baking sodas and things like that that were in the cupboard to do our cleaning. So, give us a couple of examples that, of uh, insects that we can effectively control with organic solutions. Hey, we've got a uh, big deer population here, so let's start with that tick infestations. What's a good organic approach to to ridding ourselves of tick problems? Very tricky area because uh, you have organic tick sprays these days, and they're very effective. You have to apply them a little bit more. Deer is one of those things where ultimately it comes down to having a deer fence. You need to have a deer fence because the deer population is just so numerous these days to um, really keep them away and keep them at bay is really the best strategy there. Now, what if you're dealing with some sort of insect or fungus infestations on a tree or a shrub? You know, it's so important to keep all of these things healthy so that the yard looks beautiful. But what happens if things do take a turn for the worse? Yeah, so there are very interesting um, oils, for example. When you talk trees and shrubs, neem oil is one of those materials that people have just forgotten about. it. And uh, it's a very effective oil that you can spray to get your pine trees to stop dropping needles, for example. It's called needle drop, quite literally. Same thing with shrubs. Shrubs also, I, I don't know, most people have probably boxwoods and pachysandra in their gardens. Pachysandra is one of those ground covers that we used to say is indestructible, no more. It actually gets attacked by the same virus that also affects boxwood. So very smart people in the Netherlands actually came up with an organic and highly effective spray for your boxwoods and pachysandra. It's the same organism. What's tricky about it is you can't even just remove the material and then plant new ones because the organism is actually in the soil. So unless you dig out all the soil and bring everything new, including new soil, start over, you're not replanting anything. So this material, this spray, is called Tabuxus out of the Netherlands, uh, is not only a preventive, but also a fertilizer for your boxwoods and pachysandra. It can't be better. It's two things, two functions in one application. And I've tested it perfectly, personally, and it works perfectly. And what about products that we have 
around the house. I mean, you talk about the power of vinegar. There's so many different things that vinegar is is good for. But in the garden, what is vinegar effective for? I've heard that it's a weed control product, and I've actually tried that, and frankly, I wasn't too impressed with it. Well, it comes down to the dosage. Vinegar is one of those things you want to uh, apply pretty strongly. So you mix it with water, and uh, I find one of the, the best places to use it is uh, on weeds in your driveway, for example. And if you have rock or, or crushed stone type of driveways, you have a lot of weeds coming there. Vinegar is excellent because it just goes right in and it's organic. Your soil can handle it while also taking out the weeds. It's really, really good. Now, another thing that I absolutely love, we have one of the hosts on SHG, which stands for Smart Healthy Green Living, and uh, she's out of California, and and, uh, she does a lot of container gardening. And so you have aphids to contend with, and you certainly don't want to spray any chemicals on your vegetables because then you really are ingesting your chemicals. Uh, So she has created whole recipes that also include spraying some essential oils like peppermint on the plants. So your whole garden suddenly takes on the fragrance of peppermint. Who knew? I mean, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Well, I love the smell of mint in the garden. So I guess peppermint (laughs) makes, uh, makes good sense. Sabine, what about an organic lawn fertilizer? I mean, everybody's really striving to have that perfect looking lawn, but we hear more and more about these chemical runoffs that's getting into the water supply and people are concerned for their health. So how can we make sure that we're doing something the right way that's going to make the lawn look beautiful, but also be okay for everything around it? Yeah, and we're testing it with these super hot temperatures now. If you don't have a garden or a lawn that is stable and uh, has good soil quality, you will learn about it now because uh, they are really being stressed, all of our lawns are right now. So organic fertilizing of lawns comes down to a multi-step thing. So you want to lime the lawn, for example, in, early in the spring and also late in the fall to give it a lot of aeration on top of it so that you constantly bring in better quality to the soil. And then there are organic lawn fertilizers that you ultimately then use during the growing summer season just to give it a little bit extra nutrients. So it's a combination of steps there. It's all very simple steps and highly effective. We're talking to Sabine Schoenberg. She is the CEO of Smart Healthy Green Living. So you should add the word simple to that description because one of your tips is overwatering is a good thing to keep some of these pests at bay. How does that help us? Because you would think that if it's too wet, they're going to be more happy than not. Uh, au contraire. Plants do not like a lot of water, and they also like it at specific times. So if it's really hot and steamy and sunny, most plants don't like water then. They prefer it in the morning. Of course, you have much better absorption times then. And so I am really a big proponent of the new irrigation systems that you can find today. They are smart irrigation systems. And so not only can you control it from your phone, so you really are always in touch with your gardens. The best part about them, as far as I'm concerned, is the fact that they are based on weather reports. So how often have you seen sprinklers going off in the middle of a rainstorm just because they happen to be set at a a given time to go off and run then? This is based on weather reporting. So really, you can fine-tune 
water distribution based on when your plants need it. And if you set it up and enter a little information about your kind of plants in your specific garden areas, then you can fine-tune that even more. Because let's face it, some plants like hydrangeas want more than other plants like lavender, for example. So you really can really, really dosage it much better and save water. Less water is usually better. And to really administer water at the right time is the real key. Great advice. I have a, a smart sprinkler system at my home as well, and we cut our water bill down to about a third of what it was once we installed that. And operating it just the way just the way you suggested, it tracks the weather. So very cool technology. Sabine, thank you so much for being a part of the Money Pit. If you'd like more information on Sabine's company, you can go to their website at shgliving.com. That's shgliving.com. Sabine will also be appearing as a guest blogger on moneypit.com. Uh, providing lots lots more details on how to organically control the pests around our gardens. Sabine, thanks again. Thank you very much. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.